Michelle is a musician with albums released as Everyone Except Me and artist behind the post-apocalyptic webcomic Stray Cats. She's kind, a bit shy, and furiously creative. Henrik is a filmmaker with over two dozen films and TV shows as producer, director, and occasionally host. He also released a couple of music albums. He's bombastic, larger than life, and tenacious almost to a fault. Together, they've been best friends for a decade. This show is awkward. And that was an experience. Um, I was like running like a chicken with his head cut off, uh, trying to get through this. And then Michelle is the one, though, who got like really hit by a lot of misadventure. Mm -hmm. And uh, by misadventure, I mean, you had a like severe, like clinical case of cat lap. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was bad. So, but are you doing okay? Have you recovered from it? Mostly. Yeah. It's the, the cat is still close by, so it could come back. (laughs) It's, it's, it's a dangerous occupation Mm -hmm. having the, uh, having the cat be around. So, and speaking of pets, we have brought back the legendary doggo cam, which that is the worst way to see it. There we go. Mm -hmm. Um, don't worry. I'll put it over you. There we go. Uh, Look at Chicano. He's taking a nap on top of his Christmas blankets. My mom gave Henwolf and Chicano both blankets, little Christmas blankets for Christmas. And they both like to lay on them and stuff, but Chicano likes to snuggle with them and play with them and stuff. But he is out cold. And you can see my discarded McDonald's bag because I am a slob. I, so I, I can't help it. If, If I have the time, I will, I'll meddle. And you might notice that um, I look a bit more uh, high resolution than normal. I usually look fine, but uh, I definitely look more high resolution. I decided to spend the like $14 and plug one of my many uh, professional photography cameras into the computer and use it as a webcam, which is what all the pros do. But of course, what that really means is that I spent like an hour finding the right cable adapters after I thought I'd bought everything I needed. And then, uh, playing with like a brand new led light, which keeps falling over. And I, if it doesn't fall over during the recording, I'll be amazed. Cause it's a, it's a, um, I need to double check the box and see if maybe there's a mount on it, but it's just got like a bar at the bottom. It feels like it should have like a, a thing it mounts to, to stand it. Oh yeah. But I didn't see anything, but I also didn't look that closely because I was like, ah, open the boxes, ah, 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 put them up, put it up, put it up. You know, that's cause that's how I handle basically everything <laughs> when I'm like making a setup or, or whatever. But I am excited because this little photography camera that is very, very nice and looks great, you know, gets beautiful footage, gets beautiful photos. I use it like a dozen times a year. So it's nice to get some mileage out of it. So Yeah, yeah. Um, and I got an adapter so it could plug into the wall so I don't have to worry about batteries, which uh, which made me nervous. I was like, this it's a little thing that looks like a battery and you just stick it in there and it just powers it from the wall. Okay. Well, it, go, it goes through a DC-AC adapter thing first, but like, yeah. It, it, so it looks cool. So I kind of like the way my office looks in this way because how messy it is is now out of focus. And a little blue, which is just yeah. spooky, kooky, and cool. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, we are, we're going to hang out here. I'm surprised nobody has uh, said anything weird in the chat yet. Because they don't uh, want to. They don't want to witness this. Yeah. I mean, that's a fair point. Yeah. So, 
But yeah, so I was rushing around and then I get back from rushing around and then sure enough, the camera's not right. After I spent like an hour and a half setting it up, I was like, no, I hate the way I set it up. I want to set it up a completely different way. Mm-hmm. So I did. And I like this more. So I guess Good. I won. Yeah. Michelle. Yeah, you did. <laughs> so um, what did you do today so far? I don't know. You don't know what you did today? Like, I, like, vacuumed and stuff. And well, that's exciting. Yeah, it's really exciting. Does Giggs shed a lot? No. Well, she has, like, she, like, sheds a couple times a year. Like, she has big uh, sheds. But otherwise, she doesn't, actually. But, so nice. I mean, I mean, she does shed a lot. She just doesn't shed a lot, a lot, you know? My like, home is that. just nothing but dog hair. Yeah, I <laughs> mean, my... Two. My house is nothing but cat hair, but I think it's also like her hair because it's like orangey and black and stuff. Mm. It like kind of matches things better. So I don't really see it except on me and in my yeah. beverages and food. <laughs> well, you have a mug that says uh, everything tastes better with cat hair in it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, um, here I wouldn't notice how much my dogs shed, except they have a couch they're allowed on, which is caked with dog hair no matter how many times i i clean it and vacuum it (laughs) david denoyer commented in the chat hold on let me pull it up he said uh uh, can confirm hen can build another dog army or clone an army with the hair lol i mean he's not wrong um but the when i really notice like holy cow i have a lot of dog hair is when i vacuum because i have one of those do you have a vacuum with like a bag or do you have one with like a cup like a big plastic thing not a cup no like a, like a bag you're so old school you have like a vacuum bag yeah also it's it's um uh, it's not an upright it's the kind that like has a thing and the hose another... yeah that's so weird what what made you do that because that's the one you ha- that's the better one is it i don't know <laughs> i when i <laughs> I have the one where it has a little removable compartment and you dump it. Gross. And it's not that gross. It's gross. Uh, well, you take it outside and dump it. Never dump it inside. That's the mistake. You got to like go to the dumpster with it. I just like don't. I have a like a fear of, <laughs> of what's clear, in there. No, just like the clear <laughs> bags. Like, I mean, the clear containers. They just scare me. Like. It's always been a thing forever, so uh, I don't like them. Kike agrees with you. Kike just commented, that's the better one. Duh. I'm glad Kike could show up for one of my live streams since I, st- I sat around for an hour and a half and watched Kike try to, well, not really try to solve a Rubik's Cube. It was he had a Rubik's Cube and he thought that it was going to be easy to hack it. Mm-hmm. And then it wasn't, but he was saved by this woman in like Ireland who joined his discord just to walk him through how to solve one, which is actually really sweet. And he's probably, um, if he's not marrying her, then uh, I guess it's because he doesn't believe in the union of a man, a woman and God, Mm -hmm. because anybody who is that patient with you is wife material. That's, 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 is, is, uh, partner material. If they can be so patient with you as to walk you through. I love Kike. He's actually a really cool guy. Kike, you should come over in the new year and I'll make you latkes. He's my friend who asked about Hanukkah latkes and it was like a week after Hanukkah had already ended. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) 
he's not responding so i bet he already left he just hit and ran the yeah. stream <laughs> oh no he didn't uh only people in my chat are invited to the wedding <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, um, no, uh, Kike is a really funny dude. I really like him and I'm glad to see he's live streaming again. So, uh, oh, he just said, nah, the chat is slow. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cause you're on the Facebook one. Yeah. Oh, Michelle's face is frozen. Michelle, are you there? Yeah. You're can there. you not? Yeah. No, it, it's just now you look really, uh, pixelated for a minute. So you'll be fine. Okay. Um, it's not like the days when we did the show on zoom and you would have a frozen expression for the entire video portion, which I do miss that. I'm not going to pretend I don't. That I was, mean, uh, I those just, were the best of times. I could just stay still and not do anything if you but want. You have to talk though, because that was the wow. thing was the thing was that it would automatically cut back and forth. And every time you talked to it, it just cut to the freeze frame of you while you talked. <laughs> but, uh, but no, so Kike had um had said he was going to give up peanut butter for Christmas if he couldn't solve the Rubik's Cube. And mm-hmm. I immediately knew he was lying and going to cheat because no one sets uh sets the risk that high if they're not, you know, if they're not ready to win. There's a saying in the Carney, which is you can't uh, which is never play another man's game. Basically, like if I went to you and said, Hey Michelle, you want to play pool? And you might be like Okay, I mean, I guess that sounds fine. I'm like, okay, you want to bet a thousand dollars? I win. You immediately would go, something is up because yeah, why would he yeah. risk a thousand dollars? That's because you never play another man's game. Mm. And I like don't play pool. So well, I don't either. Ironically, ironically, not ironically. I mean, it's pretty obvious I'm not a pool playing coincidentally. Type of guy. Coincidentally, uh, Kike said, "Can't wait for the latkes, pal." I'm dead. I'm and I make Michelle's mother's recipe. Mm-hmm. so uh very complicated it's yeah, um, not really a recipe it's like it's two parts potato one part onion and then some uh some matzah and some eggs and that's pretty much it and salt yeah. and pepper yeah 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 i remember see once i get my hands in the gooey potato goo and i sing hava nagila i remember it all instantly i remember all of it but uh, no, I haven't made the lot because uh, unfortunately 2021 will be a latka free year. Wow. I just, during the holidays, I wasn't feeling up to cooking very much. Mm-hmm. And then on Christmas day, I decided to, we, we decided to cook, but we, we made the roasted duck. Oh yeah. I haven't talked about that on the show. We roasted a duck and then made glazed carrots, roasted um, uh, Brussels sprouts in olive oil, which were excellent. And, uh, and then we made... What was the other? Oh, and then mashed potatoes and duck gravy. We made gravy out of the duck uh, fat, which my mouth is watering as I'm saying this because it was like the richest meal ever, though. Like I had hiccups that like hurt my feelings after I ate that meal. But it was excellent. It was one of those things where I was like, wow, that was amazing. I cannot eat another meal that rich for a year. Like, like you could power through it once, you know, and <laughs> be like, man, this is so good. Oh, this is so decadent. But then, yeah, all of a sudden, no such, uh, no such luck. Yeah. Uh, David said, uh, David Denoyer commented, you also never rub another man's rhubarb. I wish I remembered what that was from. Is that from? Yeah, I don't know. Is that from uh, uh, the burbs? All right. So anyway, uh, so yeah, I haven't cooked. I haven't cooked much um, in a, this year, but then we cooked all the stuff at, at Christmas. But even though that sounded like a very intricate menu, mm-hmm. most of that food is relatively simple to cook. 
it, you know, it, it goes in a pot with some butter and some ingredients or it goes in the oven and it roasts or, you know, so the duck was the thing that needed the most care, but the mashed potatoes are simple, the yada, yada, yada. So that's why we didn't make latkes because we didn't want to have me like having to do some hardcore frying while we're yeah. also like pulling the duck out of the oven and checking it and flipping it and all this stuff. Yeah. It's just a lot. So no latkes in 2021. Um, unless Kike wants to come over tomorrow night, I'll make latkes, uh, right at the, uh, at the end of the year, I'll do it if he, but he's got to bring onion and potato. I've got plenty of matzo meal and I've got plenty of oil. So, um, or we can be bad and use butter and make it not kosher. Well, no, it'd still be kosher cause there's no chicken. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's matzo balls that aren't kosher if you use butter cause you put it in chicken stock. Mm-hmm. Um, Kike said, oh my God, dude, that sounds amazing. Literally never had duck. Think about eating one every time they're causing traffic. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I, you know, I've never had goose and geese around here are are fuckers. They're Mm -hmm. not cool, man. They cause all kinds of trouble. They're very aggressive. So, I mean, I don't know why we're, we're not just roasting them everywhere. What yeah. Michelle? <laughs> What's that? Face? I don't know. I mean, I don't like geese in in theory. Like they're mean, <laughs> but I like when they fly in the sky and they honk. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to keep them. Okay. Okay. No, I can appreciate that. I uh, I I found a video a few weeks back of me apparently somewhere at like a movie theater parking lot, and a goose was just standing in front of my car and wouldn't get out of the way. Yeah. And I sat there like yelling at it and honking my horn and it just stood there looking at me. And I was like, I'm, I'm not going to kill you. So, uh, David, well, Denoyer, that's what he wanted though. Sorry. He wanted to die. No, you're right. Yeah. And I would never do a goose a favor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Batman. He said that's from never of another man's rhubarb is from Batman 1989. Uh, Keith Tomlin commented roasting a duck. I picture a duck sitting on a stage as you throw humorous insults at it. Hey, nice feathers. What do you use them for to cover your butt quack? Oh, roasted duck, roasted duck. Um, oh, Ed Gomez. He said the sky honk pass. <laughs> I mean, I do, I do. There's you no, know, I don't like geese. I'm sorry. They're really bad out here. There's, there's a lot of them and they're really aggressive. Yeah, I know. I mean, they are here. I mean, not so much like right here, but where I grew up, you know, they're just everywhere. They, yeah, they are all over everything all they the love time. It. It's their favorite yeah. thing. Um, oh, so speaking, so before we got on that tangent, back to doggo cam, we can see Chicano enjoying a very adorable nap. Look at him's. Mm-hmm. Look at him's. He's being cute. He's doing a cute. Um, so I'll get to you, your comment in a second, Kike, because I'd be happy to talk about the new Spider-Man movie a little bit, but I need to say, uh, real quick. So. The main reason I know that the dog hair is just everywhere is, well, first of all, when I brush the dogs, I get like fistfuls of fur and that's the stuff that hasn't come off yet. Mm -hmm. Like that's the stuff that hung on. And second of all, when I empty that, the canister from the trash into the trash can, I literally see like piles of fur and I'm, I'm like, oh my God. Well then when I clear every month or two, my air purifier, it's just full of dog hair. Yeah. So those things make it very clear. Like, Hey man, there's a lot of dog hair. Cause when I got hen wolf, when I adopted hen wolf, I went out and bought a shark vacuum cleaner. Mm-hmm. Cause I was like, there's going to be a lot of dog hair. I need to try to control it. So I got like a really powerful vacuum before that. I just had whatever vacuum, you know, like, mm-hmm. so, and then when I got Chicano, I upgraded to like a much more expensive shark vacuum. And I'm really glad I did. Cause 
Uh, the old one was like battery powered, like it had a rechargeable battery. Oh, wow. It would not survive both of them together. So it's just too, too much. So Kike asked a question that would only be uh, up to me because Michelle doesn't like movies. Uh, <laughs> she doesn't, uh, uh, she's too good for superhero movies. That's a, what, what do you call it? You call it a, a is it an opiate of the proletariat? Is that what you call them? Yeah, that uh, was it. <laughs> but he said, uh, Kike said, speaking of ducks, what would you rate No Way Home out of 10? He's talking about the new Spider-Man movie, which I saw opening night in the mm-hmm. theater. And, um, uh, that's a hard one. I don't like, I don't like rating the, su- the big superhero movies. And I'll tell you why, because no, some of them are pretty good, but the problem is if you want to judge them as a movie and not as a piece of a giant, beautiful puzzle of, of fandom and nostalgia and yada, yada, and yada, yada, it gets really hard because it's kind of like, Okay, so uh, my buddy Dave, his favorite Halloween movie is Halloween 2. And I think that that's not a bad choice, but Halloween 2 is only awesome because of everything that's set up in Halloween 1, which Mm -hmm. is why I consider Halloween 1 to be the superior film, because Halloween 2 would be nothing if Halloween 1 hadn't done everything ahead of time. So so, So Halloween 2 gets to have a whole hour and a half of great setup, and then they get to just do whatever they want. Right. I understand. Yeah. So with No Way Home, incredible fan service, but not insulting. It's super, super satisfying. As a fan of Spider-Man, it was a 10 out of 10. There's no doubt about it. Because I love Spider-Man. I'm the key demographic. It did everything I wanted it to do. And all that matters is what I want. But as a movie itself, I would say it's like a solid seven, though. The character development's excellent. It's very well directed. The fight scenes aren't so bombastic that you can't follow them. Um, And they go out of their way to make sure that if you're not familiar with the characters reintroduced, or if it's been a really long time, you still feel for them. So the movie still did an incredible job. And I would say giving a seven or an eight to a superhero movie is is very generous. Um, But that is my opinion. So, uh, oh, David said, I think you need to tell Michelle about Link. Oh, man. Okay. Okay. So, Michelle, Hmm. last night I watched a feature film called Link, L-I-N-K. Yes. And it's about a psychotic killer chimpanzee. No. Played by an orangutan. Wow. That they dyed his hair. Oh, because he was so well trained, he was just like a much better. Why, why, so why, what bothers you so much? You immediately said no. I don't like monkeys. What? How can you I, not like monkeys? I find them terrifying. Well, um, they are definitely terrifying. That's one of the major reasons to like them. That no, I mean I, that's the way I feel about bears. Like I don't like bears either because they're scary. Okay, fine. Well, anyway, I'm going to show you the trailer for Link because I think it's important that you see this. This movie was so crazy out of its mind, but I really liked it. So we'll see how this goes. Uh, Let's pull this up. Hey, look, it's us. We're down here and we're smaller. I can finally see everything in normal time. (laughs) All right. You ready to you ready to check this out? Mm hmm.
I saw Ed Gomez says they definitely can rip a person's face off for no reason. Absolutely, they can. Yeah, here. Surrounded by mystery. Dr. Philip is expecting me. Now, one man has closed the gap. Well, he's a different kind of intelligence. Oh my god. This. It's different, alright. And discovered what has always been missing. Don't get involved in their squabbles. They sort them out. Oh, Why is my doorbell ringing? Oh, that's your doorbell? Yeah. It rang like three times, which means I don't think it's a real person, but I don't know what to do now. You think it's a robot? Yeah. Do you want to go check your door? Is, is that okay? Y sure, I'll hang out with the... I'll, ch I'll just hang out with the chat while Michelle abandons me. In the middle of the Link trailer... Um, but, uh, I'll, I'll comment to that. So Ed Gomez, uh, good to see you, Ed. Uh, they definitely can rip a person's face off for no reason. So yeah, they are terrifying. There's wow. Michelle's got a very, uh, aggressive person at the door. Um, no monkeys are incredibly strong. And that's one of the main things they play out in the, in the film is that they're so strong. They're like eight times the strength. Sorry, of a I don't know person. who it is, but it's a guy with a clipboard. So I'm not answering it. Well, he's very aggressive on the ring for I know. a guy with a clipboard. I know. That's I mean, that's why I thought it was not a real person because like none of my neighbors are going to just pound on my no, doorbell. No, hell like no. That. I have a rule. I ignore those people when they ring the bell, but if they like ring it over and over, then they get a little grumpy. What do you want? Mm -hmm. I'll answer. They're just like, what? And then they say, I have like a whatever for you. I'm like, I don't care. And then I close the door. Uh, and I know that's rude, but like. If I don't come to the door after one bell ring, you know I'm done. Mm -hmm. Okay? Like, you know I'm not coming. So, but like, when somebody rings the doorbell like that fu fucking person rang your doorbell, I assume there's an emergency, your car's on fire, somebody needs help. Like, I don't assume it's that, you know, they might be able to save you money on your gas bill, but mm -hmm. they're probably just a scam. Yeah. So, uh... <laughs> Uh, Charles Campbell, uh, commented what happened to general Zod. Uh, that's not, that's the wrong no way home. That's a different, uh, that's a different alternate realities. <laughs> no way home. Uh, Keith Tomlin commented. I think I seen this trailer at Horrorama. You did. That's what made me want to see link in the first place. And Dave got it for me for Christmas. So we're going to rewind a little bit before we were so rudely interrupted Sorry. by Michelle. So here is the, 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 toward the middle of the link Boy, trailer. Missing. <laughs> Monkey! They have such strong hands. Always forgive them, whatever they do. Don't ever let anything escalate. You're right. I killed Dennis. Look at that, monkey strong. Oh man, monkey. I want you to know that this trailer is doing a really bad job of capturing how ridiculous that movie is. It's doing an okay. I mean, I haven't seen it, but it's definitely doing a job. So here's the thing. Um, what I wasn't expecting from Link was that it would be straight up like a really well-made thriller movie about a young girl and a chimpanzee. Cause that's what it is. It's that this chimp is very smart and he becomes infatuated with her. Because if you don't know, if you didn't think monkeys were scary enough, 
they are attracted to human females sexually. So, well, so are dolphins. So, and dolphins are terrifying as well. Yeah. I wouldn't trust a dolphin and I wouldn't trust, well, I, I might trust a chimpanzee if I've known it long enough, but no, they're, they're very, very strong. They're very, they're, they're relatively smart. So, but I was not expecting this movie to be a cat and mouse game. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, Ed Gomez just commented. Is that Clint Eastwood's co-star from those two movies about Clinton and orangutan? I don't know. Um, that sounds like a job for Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Whoops. That didn't, that didn't work. I accidentally just searched Wikipedia on Google, which is really, you know, real useful. <laughs> well, I mean, it'll come up. Eventually. So uh, let's see. Let's see if I can find the information. So link film. Link is a 1986 British horror film starring Elizabeth Shue and Terrence Stamp, along with a trio of simian stars, which consist of Locke as Link. Okay. So his name was Locke. Uh, Locke as Link. They died him. Okay, so his name was Locke. So now, what is the Clint Eastwood orangutan movie? I don't even remember. Uh, I'm just going to search Clint Eastwood monkey. That didn't help at all. Um, Can anybody help? I'm doing a bad job of internet right now. So, um, no, uh, uh, it's not. Uh, wow, two people in our chat knew the name of the monkey in the Clint Eastwood movie was Clyde. Uh, David Donner said, I don't believe it's Clyde, but I could be wrong. Well, his name was Locke. Charles Campbell also commented, he doesn't look like Clyde. So these people... Oh, look, and then and then everybody jumped in, any which way but loose. Any which way but loose. And any which way but loose. Any which way you can. Okay, well, I'll try searching it. Any which way you can there it is um so let's see if they name the orangutan wait is this the one this doesn't look like the one with the monkey what about the no it's an action comedy sorry i don't know one is a sequel to the other says charles campbell ah uh, any which way you can um Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. Because what did they say? It says name was Clyde. I'll just search Clyde. Wow, I'm doing a really bad job. No, the, the, the orangutan's name was Manis. M-A-I-S. M-A-N-I-S. Manis. Wow, he... Manus has its own Wikipedia page. Manus was a trained orangutan that played Clyde as Clint Eastwood's sidekick in the 1978 box office hit Every Which Way But Loose. Its 1980 sequel, Any Which Way You Can, did not feature Manus as the child actor had grown too much between productions. That is true. They don't generally use mature monkeys in like performances and stuff because hmm. they're very strong and dangerous. Hmm, that makes sense. Um... They actually, and they reference that in, uh, in Link, they reference how, uh, once they're mature, they're a little too dangerous. Cause Clyde, or not Clyde, uh, Link in Link, he's a 45 year old chimpanzee. So he's like pretty oh. old chimpanzee, but, uh, in a documentary produced by the PETA, 
it was alleged that Manus was beaten on set by his trainer to keep him docile. The trainer would spray mace in his face and then beat him with an iron pipe wrapped in newspaper. The source for this information was a book by Dale Peterson and Jane Goodall entitled Visions of Caliban, but Peterson and Goodall actually refer not to Manus, but to Buddha, the orangutan used in the second film, which the book mistakenly calls Every Which Way You Can rather than Any Which Way You Can. The book claims that Buddha was badly beaten by his trainer who clubbed him with an axe handle and that an autopsy after his death suggested cerebral hemorrhage. Buddha's crime was stealing donuts from the craft service table. Now, look, if you don't punish people who steal donuts from the craft service table, they're just going to keep doing it. So I can make jokes because this is not proven, Uh, but it doesn't sound great. Well, I mean, what? I've I've never heard of animals being mistreated while trained to do tricks and stuff. I've never heard of such a thing. To, to be fair, though, this is coming from a PETA documentary, right? Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I mean, maybe it happened. Maybe it didn't happen. Who knows? Uh oh. So, um, <laughs> Ed Gomez says you're doing great as my public yet personal Google go between Henrik. Have you ever used Let Me Google that for you, Michelle? No. Do you know what it is? No, actually. I'll, I'll show you in a second. I'll show you in just a second. Uh, it's pretty great. Ed Gomez said, oh no, poor ape person. Don't call them people. This is how it begins. This is how we get a deadly monkey future. I actually really love the Planet of the Apes movies like a lot. So, so you want us to have a deadly monkey future? Monkey future! Uh, I, I can't, um, Charles Campbell, I cannot send that uh, YouTube link directly to my Facebook. I cannot receive it in the chat. And I will uh, gladly view it on the show. Huh, I can. I cannot because I'm the one who chooses if we show it or not on the Mm -hmm. screen. So while we're waiting on that, I want to show Michelle, let me Google that for you. So the next time someone uh, asks you a question that you're just going to Google for them anyway, Mm -hmm. you go to, here, let me pull it up. You go to lmgtfy.app or you can just search, let me Google that for you. And let's say, think of a question someone might have. Like, got one? Yeah. Um, okay. Or, um, why is, why does the moon glow? Moon glow. It doesn't. So what you do is you click get link. Mm-hmm. And, and then when you, you just send them a link, click on it. And it literally goes to, <laughs> it literally gives you instructions <laughs> to type in, <laughs> to Google your question. There was one a while back that, uh, that actually like, uh, literally animated, like going to Google and typing it in and then hitting search so that you got the <laughs> results. Oh, I think I found it. Let me try this one. Okay. Let's try this one. Why does the moon glow? Question mark. Google search. So now we have a link. This is at letmegoogle.com. You paste the link. You send it to your enemy. And look, yeah, it literally, <laughs> it literally Googles it for them. Look, and then it clicks Google search. Come on. Was it that really so hard? I think that in the realm of internet passive aggressivism, that is possibly the best. I like that. Yeah. So that is yours. I, I've used that on a few people here and there. So, 
But now is not the time for that. Now is the time to laugh at funny monkey moments. Which, by the way, Link smokes a cigar in the movie, and I laughed so hard I thought I was going to pee my pants. So I just want that to be a clear thing for you to know. Uh, Keith Tomlin just commented and said, I think monkeys and apes may do a better job. I'd vote for one. <laughs> you know, you're not, you might not be wrong, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. I, I mean, I, I don't know what any other policies are, though. They haven't, we haven't had a discussion. <laughs> that's all I know. Yeah, I don't uh, know. Ed good. Gomez says, bring out the gorilla with knife hands. <laughs> all right, so... Uh, our buddy, our good pal, Charles Campbell of the uh, Horror 421, I apologize if I got the number wrong, I'm pretty sure I got it right, Horror 421 podcast, who just did their first episode on Christmas Eve. Uh, it's a really cool podcast. Yeah, I believe it was Horror 421. I'll feel so bad if I got it wrong. Uh, he sent over uh, um, some cl- a compilation of Clyde from the Clint Eastwood orangutan movie. So let's uh, let's take a look at these. You got a real good Jonah. You got real good with that one. Except uh, this time, ain't gonna be no Enero. No, this time it's gonna be a April. I haven't seen this movie, but I assume the ape just kills everyone violently. I hope so. Oh god! Oh god! That guy would be dead. Well, he deserved it. The first guy that got hit in the face would be dead. He just punched a biker in the head. It's pretty funny. His jaw should be, like, hanging by, like, one thread of flesh. Right turn, Clyde. <laughs> that guy's dead. <laughs> I've got to watch this whole movie. <laughs> watch the cop! Okay, my day is made. My day is made. I'm that glad. Cop had it coming. Oh, and listen to that fun music at the end. That was, that was great. Thank you, Charles Campbell. And please, guys, if you're listening to this and you want a uh, horror talk show to listen to, check out Horror 421 mm-hmm. on uh, your favorite podcast app or here on YouTube. And uh, I think you'll get a real kick out of it. So we got distracted by the chat, which is our custom. It's what we do. So before we uh, so let's first of all, let's just check on Doggo Camp. Look at him sleeping like a precious baby. Yeah. <laughs> Chicano sleeping like a little baby. Look how bitty he is. He's 53 pounds. Aww. He lays on my throat sometimes and I get very nervous. Aww. So, <laughs> um, but uh, Keith Tomlin said bananas for all. I mean, that would be the number one platform of the, the monkey leaders. So what did you do for Christmas, Michelle? We talked about my cooking extravaganza and I watched a million movies. I watched Die Hard and A Christmas Story and Love Actually and uh, Gremlins and Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And I think I already said Die Hard. I watched a bunch. You did, yeah. Okay. So I watched a bunch of movies. What did you do? Uh, I, I just, like, some of my family came over, so I saw them. That's, that's what I did. Well, I mean, your father came over on the 23rd, right? Yeah. Was it the 23rd? Mm-hmm. So you hung out with him. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. He gave you a watch that is very intelligent. 
Yeah, it's. Do you want to I mean, show everybody? It's not that smart. Do, do you, you show everybody your smartwatch? It's not that. Okay. Come on, flex, flex your smartwatch. I don't oh. know there. See, you can kind of see it. I can't tell what's happening because my screen is not. See, it's a watch. Who cares? It didn't even light up to show your weeb screen. Uh, it's not. Oh, here. Ah, look at that weeb screen. That's. I mean, it's only kind of a weeb screen. <laughs> it's only modestly a weeb screen. Yeah. So. But uh, that's cool. So now you can finally track your steps, which I know you really like to do. I'm so upset by that. You have no idea how upset I am by that. Oh, and it lets me monitor my stress. Which oh, this how's morning, that? It, it is really interesting. This morning <laughs> it told me I was having the most amount of stress that I could possibly have. So... I think that's a challenge accepted. I know. Kind of I was situation. like, I was like, come on. I was worse like a half hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that ain't that ain't passing the sniff test right there. Yeah. No, sir, e Bob. No, sir. Um, <laughs> oh, we got a comment from Kike. Uh, Kike said, I watched Elf and it holds up pretty well. Can't believe that guy made Iron Man. Oh, is that the same director? I Okay, so I got to admit, I. I love all things Christmas, but I'm not a big elf fan. Me too. I really, really don't like elf. I'm so sorry. Well, for me, I haven't watched it since it originally came out. So maybe I would like it more now. Oh man. Yeah. John Favreau directed elf, man. John Favreau is such a good director. He directed several Iron Man movies. He's the creative force behind the Mandalorian, which I don't watch, but I know it's excellent. I know that people love it. And he's a great actor. And he did one of my favorite movies. Did you ever watch the movie Chef? I feel like I recommended it to you. you probably yeah, but I don't it. think I... No. What a jerk. Sorry. No, it's fine. No, it's fine. It's fine. You would like Chef. It's it's just a movie about following your passions and the rewards that come from it. So John Favreau has made some great movies, but I had no idea he did Elf. I will re-watch it right now on the stream. Michelle, get comfortable. No. We're, <laughs> we're watching the whole thing. Um, oh yeah. Uh, so Charles Campbell commented and said he was funny in couples retreat. I agree. He was hilarious in that movie. I thought I was the only one who saw that movie to be, uh, to be perfectly frank. It was a good movie. I like couples retreat. It was a Hulu movie. Only people in the know would know Michelle. You wouldn't, you wouldn't know anything about that. So you're not in the know. No. So, uh, (laughs) yeah. Ed, Ed Gomez says he was the, I did not exhale guy in PCU. I'm glad Ed likes PCU because I like PCU. You have no idea what we're talking about, do you? No. It's a it's a comedy film from the late 90s, early 2000s starring Jeremy Piven. It, it's kind of like PCU is kind of like taking the piss out of the politically correct culture of that time period. So they're like a bunch of college dudes just doing a bunch of college dude stuff. But it's a pretty clever one. It's, it's not a stupid college movie. It's a middle stupid college movie. Okay. They're, they're all pretty stupid. So... <laughs> But, uh, but no, so, so then on Christmas Eve, you had more family come over mm-hmm. Yeah, and you guys watched fat man. Cause I, we did. I wasn't joking last stream. I sent you a copy of fat man and, um, much to my amazement, it arrived before Christmas Eve. Yeah, it did. It must be nice living so close to Philadelphia that you get like Amazon packages super duper fast. It, it is, especially cause they're probably coming from like the King of Prussia hub. Yeah, which is, probably. Which is not as dangerous. So that's nice. See where I am, we have, there's a hub in Columbus, but it's not a huge hub. And then there's a hub in, in Kentucky 
that's not that far away. It's like two and a half hours away. And we get stuff really fast because of that hub. Cause that's like one of their biggest hubs is in Kentucky. Yeah. I mean, so like, but I'll have stuff shipped from the hub in Kentucky and arrive the same day. Wow. That's like, really fast considering it's not actually that close. It'll ship at six in the morning and you'll have it by like 4 PM. Cool. So they, they do get that stuff out really, really fast. But like I said, I think it's because it's like one of their most active hubs that there is. Mm-hmm. That's why it gets out there so fast. Oh, oh, Grave Rob. Grave Rob's back. He was on uh, with us last week. Mm-hmm. Grave Rob said, I'm taking full credit for her watching Fat Man, LOL. Well, I mean, it definitely wasn't me explaining the whole movie after I said I wouldn't explain the whole movie. <laughs> and I, and in hindsight, I'm like, why didn't I just show you the trailer? I didn't even, I don't even know I what the, know. well, I don't know what the Fat Man trailer is even like because yeah. I never watched the trailer. Somebody said, hey, Mel Gibson is playing Santa. And I was like, shut up. Where do I pay? that's all i need okay that's all i need and then when it was like walton goggins is the bad guy i was like i already paid so stop exciting me and show me the movie (laughs) stop taunting me with joy (laughs) so uh grave rob how are you man you were one of the people hanging out with us last week and i uh really enjoyed it i hope you had a good holiday um i hope you didn't mix the you know merlot with your eggnog Come on, at least have to try it. <laughs> My eggnog turned out phenomenally, by the way. Good. I had to make a second batch because I got addicted to drinking it. Wow. And now I have just a little bit left in the fridge that may or may not be bad. It's probably bad. If it's, well, it'll, I'll know by the smell, but I did, I tempered the eggs, so they should keep a little mm-hmm. while longer. But, uh, but it's okay if it's gone bad because there's not a whole lot left and I had plenty of it. So, hey, Stephen Gray, good to see you, my friend. Stephen, I hope you had a uh, phenomenal uh, Christmas season, you and your sweet daughter. You guys are awesome and I appreciate you guys and I'm glad you're hanging out with us right now. So, Michelle, in yeah. 3,000 to 4,500 words, what did you think of Fat Man? Go. Um, um, I liked it. Um. As we discussed, I didn't like the end, not the very, very end, not like the last scene, but I didn't like the kind of resolution. The third act. Yeah, the third act quite as much as I liked the rest of the movie, but uh, I did think it was interesting. My family all liked it, and my sister said that she liked like the little touches, Yeah, you know? Like, especially, like, I liked the hamster, thought it was a cool hamster. <laughs> I just, it liked, I liked seeing that, like, this this guy who's, like, a, a hitman, and he's just, like, killing people. He also just, like, has something that he likes a lot, which yeah. is a little hamster. It's a little tiny hammy. Yeah, and he's bringing him around with him and, like, <laughs> like making sure he's happy because he didn't look happy. So, he, like, got him, like, Went to the wheel. pet store and bought him some yeah. extra stuff. Yeah. So, I liked, I liked all that stuff. Yeah. No, and, and, and I will agree, I think, but I think the only reason the third act isn't as good as the rest of the film is because the rest of the film is so good. The world building... Mm-hmm. of just the universe they've created where Santa is real and the way he exists and the way he acts and stuff is just so friggin' good. It's so strong and interesting <laughs> that it kind of makes the main story kind of take a back seat because the main story isn't nearly as fascinating because yeah, the main story, yeah. although, although I do love the idea that the guy who's hunting Santa uh, was a bad kid and like never got what he wanted for Christmas from Santa. And then like the last gift Santa gave him was a police car, which I thought was like a little on the nose there. I thought but that I was cool. Even, 
I don't even think he was that bad of a kid, right? Because, like, what he wanted was to, like, not have his parents. Like, he wanted different parents, right? Because his parents were, like, cigarette burning him and yeah, stuff. They're burning him with cigarettes, yeah. So, it, but to, and so, like, when he met Santa, he was like, there's, like, I couldn't, he's like, there's some, like, I couldn't, you know, just make I couldn't replace that. your parents. Yeah. Yeah. But I still think that he gave him the police car because he was already getting into trouble and stuff like that. Um, but really? Santa even said like he failed him. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he even said it like he's yeah. going to do better now and scare children and punish them. And he has an eye patch. Okay. Yeah. No more spoilers. Those were all minor spoilers. Mm-hmm. So, uh, grave Rob said doing well. Thanks. I did not mix the wine with the eggnog, but I did have a nice holiday. I'm so glad to hear that, man. I really, really am. Uh, I had my holiday was really like things got moved around and changed a lot. There were some, uh, positive COVID tests. Luckily no one is like sick, sick. They just took a test and it said they were positive, but it it wound up in me like two weeks before Christmas. I had three thing like things to do with, with family and friends and stuff come Christmas Eve. I had to zero. <laughs> yeah. Like it just all got canceled. So, but we made the best of a, of a bad situation. We, we roasted a duck and we cooked some really nice food and watched just an ass load of movies. Um, my buddy, Jeff, who lives just down the street, he came over and we uh, had pie cause Rachel made sweet potato pie, which I pumpkin pie doesn't hit right anymore after you've had sweet potato pie. Okay. Pumpkin pie is just kind of like, well, okay. If there's no sweet potato pie, I guess I'll have some, but I maybe mean, you ever had sweet potato pie. Yes. I personally think it tastes almost exactly the same as pumpkin pie. So now hold on. They are similar. There's no doubt about it, but also shut up. So, uh, <laughs> David Denoyer commented that pie was so effing good. Oh, we all had to curse. I, I, yeah. Dave, did you, did you actually censor yourself or did the internet do that to you? Uh, (laughs) but no, the pumpkin pie turned out really well and it was homemade. Although I brought a slice to my mom on Monday because her and Larry wanted one, her husband. So I brought them Mm -hmm. both a slice and my mom, I was like, mom, I think you'll really like it. My mom was like, oh, so Rachel made this. I was like, yeah. And then my mom was like, did she make the crusts? And I was like, no. And she was like, oh, that's okay. And I was just like, damn, mom, geez. <laughs> um, oh, uh, David, it said, it said he's on Facebook parole. Oh, I'm sorry. I've been Not there. Not curse anymore on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Grave Robs uh, asked, is Michelle in the movie business like you? No. I mean, you've done a couple of voiceovers for me here and there uncredited by your own request. <laughs> There is, there is a movie out there. I will not name it, but there is a feature film that is come that is either out or will be out nationwide. Uh, and in it, you can hear Michelle and I pretending to be a married couple fighting. Yeah. That was and- fun. <laughs> it's out there folks. It's out there. But, uh, Michelle, why don't you tell grave Rob? Cause he's, he's totally new to you. Uh, why don't you tell him a little bit about what you do? I don't do anything. <laughs> so Michelle is a musician. That's actually how we met. I met, I heard a CD of yours. We had a mutual friend, but they played a CD of yours. Um, mm-hmm. For those who don't know what CDs are. 
Um, oh, and Dadrew said, uh, I love you guys. Thank you, man. I love, I love you, you too. too. Yeah. So, so, uh, uh, Michelle has several music albums out. What's your band camp? Is it everyone except me dot That's it. Yes. Um, so if you want to check out Michelle's music completely free and then decide if you want to purchase it, you can go to everyone except me dot I'm sure Dave will punch it into the chat. Um, I don't know if I can, can I type a everyone? You can't post to some channels. Okay. Except me dot bandcamp.com. I'll post it in there and see if it works. Okay. It went somewhere. It did. To the it looks place. like it looked like it failed to go to Facebook, but that's okay. Yeah. Who cares about Facebook? <laughs> Keith Tomlin just said, I'm really fond of you guys, but not ready to commit to anything more at this point in my life. That's okay. I understand. That's, yeah. We, we get it. And then I Dave, still Dave love just posted. You, <laughs> so, but Michelle has several music albums out. And in my opinion, they're very, very good. I, mm-hmm. I like Michelle's music a ton. So there's that. That's number one, numero uno. Uh, so then numero two is Michelle does comics. Mm-hmm. What's that face for? Two O. I I stole that joke from from uh, that's a Joe Bob Briggs joke. He always says okay. numero two O, numero three O. <laughs> but uh, no, so Michelle has uh has done two comics. One's called Stray Cats, and the newest one, the one that you're you're updating a lot right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's at the end of everything. Is that, mm-hmm. that's the title, right? Yeah, that's the title. I just realized I hadn't thought about the title in forever. Cause I see, I'm the VIP. I just get sent pages when they're done and I get mm-hmm. to watch them. So I don't click on anything. I don't, you know, I don't have to do anything. I'm far too special for that. So, but Michelle, what, what is the web address that people can check out at the end of everything and your other comics? Uh, it's on they're They're on webtoon, but I, don't know how how do i do that now Uh-oh. michelle's gonna try and figure something out that my well david just posted my patreon which is nice well it doesn't hurt but yeah. but i i'm so sad that i haven't updated it in a while so oh uh well you're figuring that out Stephen gray just asked a, a a heck of a question he said any plan on a sequel to awkward thanksgiving because that would be amazing Please. Uh, um, so, so Stephen Gray, I will tell you, I not only want to do a sequel to Awkward Thanksgiving, but I have written the basic concept of the film. I don't know if it's ever going to happen. It's been a long time since Awkward Thanksgiving. Most of the actors are no longer available. I, I don't know if it's feasible, but one day, if we're all very lucky, there may be like a spiritual sequel where like some of the characters will return and there'll be some new characters. I would love to do that, but I just don't know right now if we could, we could do it or not. So right now there are no immediate plans, but would I be open to it? Absolutely. And David didn't even comment. I still have the bullet points for that sequel on my phone. That's true. So, cause we talked about it and Michelle did post her comic link. So, um, but that's, yeah, you but you only posted it on Facebook. So the people on, uh, on YouTube can't see it. Well, I don't know how to post it in here. Uh, oh, um, <laughs> I still I don't know how to do it. That's okay. We still like you. I'm, oh God. Are you still there? Yeah. That was weird. My computer just locked, like oh. went into the lock screen. 
Oh no! But but nothing bad happened, so I guess everything's fine. Um, that's startling. <laughs> I'm still getting used to this like super fancy brand new Mac. Send me that link in uh, on Facebook, Michelle, and I'll. Okay, yeah, because there's I'll like nowhere it. for me to do it. That's because you're not the king. I don't know where your head is. Where my head is? On Facebook. Sorry. Oh. Little head. Oh, I was going to say, it's on top of my shoulders, kid. Okay. Hey, dad jokes. Yeah. So, <laughs> but, uh, you know, what's funny is I don't know if you read the caption for this episode, but I said, like, we're going to talk about the, the year and also we're not going to talk about the year at all. And oh, I was, yeah. I was totally right. Yeah. Called that right away. So, oh, there it is. What is that? Bloody picture of Felix. Yeah, I gotta update that. So I just posted it on uh on the other chats. So mm. but you should check it out. Webtoons.com. Search for at the end of everything. Michelle has some great comics on there. So that's what Michelle does. That was a really long way for us to answer all of that. Mm-hmm. And uh and now let's check on the Doco couch. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Look at look at Chicano is sleeping so soundly. It's getting darker in your house. Yeah. Well, it's it's 3.30. Oh. It should be. I mean, it's going to be lighter here than it is at, at your place. I mean, yeah. I have a gigantic light on me, though, <laughs> oh, yeah. so I didn't really notice. <laughs> See, but that's good because you want, you want a big soft light to be like God in mm-hmm. that if he's doing his job right, you'll wonder if he's doing anything at all. Mm-hmm. So I'm jealous of that. I can't have a big soft light because my room is too small. So instead oh. I have this little tiny light that is okay, but a little harsh. Wow. I wish that I had a little harsh light. I can get you a little harsh light. No, it's okay. This is fine. Okay. Jeez. So anyway, but Doggo Cam, Henwolf has decided that she just wants to stay by the door. So really, Doggo Cam is basically just Chicano Cam at this juncture. So, I mean, I guess that it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Look at him sleeping like a little angel, though. Yeah, he's really cute. Yeah. He sleeps like with all of his heart and soul. Like he is mm-hmm. when he's ready to go to sleep, he is not restless. Henwolf will get up a couple of times. Chicano will lay in the exact same po- spot for like three hours. Wow. He does not give a damn. I always look at him and I think like, man, he's so lazy. And I'm like, yeah, he's probably had a hard time with everything. And he's just like, so happy to be cozy. <laughs> Remember Chicano was abandoned the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah. So yeah. Whenever I need to feel bad, I just think about that. Yeah, that's so sad. I know, but he got to eat a bunch of duck skin for Christmas, so he was very, very happy. Good. Um, man, he he horked that down like there was no tomorrow. So. Good. I'm glad. But uh, Gigs didn't get any meat. You didn't give Gigs a Christmas present. Oh no, she got a present, but not for me because I forgot. But I gave her some <laughs> whipped cream. Oh, well, that's nice. She likes whipped cream a lot. So yeah. The dogs like whipped cream too. Sometimes when I go to uh, like Dunkin' Donuts, mm-hmm. they give them a little cup of whipped cream for them to oh, have. Oh, that's really nice. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Hey, Bl- Brad LaJoy. Uh, he just said, what's going on, Henrik? Hope you had a great Christmas. I did, Brad. I had a pretty darn good Christmas. Did you have a good Christmas, my man? I hope you did. Uh, Brad's a cool dude. I like Brad. I like Brad a lot. It's always interesting to see who ends up popping in when we live stream for like an hour and, mm-hmm. and just kind of hang out, you know, on Facebook and YouTube, 
You just never know, Michelle. Yeah, I don't know. So, did you watch any other Christmas movies other than Fat Man? No. Whoa, you let Fat Man be the only Christmas movie this year. Well, I mean, I watched a couple of Hallmark Christmas movies. Or parts of them until I got upset and turned them off. What would upset you? Like, were you, did you, did you, were you like, there's no way they're going to end up together. I hate this. And you shut it off (laughs) because I hate to spoil this for you, but I think it works out. No, there was one though that like really pissed me off because they were in Ireland and they were, they like accidentally, someone thought that they were like party planners. And so they were like, we're going to plan a party. And I was so pissed off because like, (laughs) because they were like using some other like actual party planners name. And it's not like it, like it was so dishonest and like, you could really just ruin this, this, this wealthy person's party. Like, like, fuck you. So I, I hated it and I couldn't watch all of it because I knew it was going to happen. They were going to get found out and then the guy was going to forgive her. And I was just like, don't fucking forgive her. She's a liar. She's impersonating someone. Somebody hates Christmas. Yeah. Those people hate Christmas. (laughs) Ruining it for everybody. Oh, yes. And there was a movie that I did like that had a Henrik character no it didn't hold on wait 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 whoa whoops hold on hold on hold on everybody hold on i'll get to the chat in a second what yeah there was um i think it was like it was the one with the train so maybe it was next stop christmas next stop christmas and there was a kid and his name was henrik and (sighs) was it it a foreign kid no it was probably spelled the stupid way and not the It was awesome not way. it was spelled when on captions it was spelled weird but like I was like do we know did you know this person Th- That's I mean I have friends who make these Hallmark Yeah, movies. I know. So I was wondering if somebody was like giving you like a little nod. Uh, let's see. Uh I don't know any of the writers or the director. Weird. Because uh, my buddy Michael Verratti does a bunch of writing for for Hallmark and, and stuff like that. That's why I was like, wait, did he sneak in? Michael Verratti is a voice character in A Bulldog for Christmas, one of my first Christmas movies. So, all right, let's get to this chat real quick. Brad LaJoy said, unfortunately, I did not have a, a good Christmas. A bunch of my family got COVID and I just tested positive on Monday. Oh, I'm no. stuck in quarantine. Thankfully, it's just been a cold so far, but still not fun. I'm so sorry to hear that, Brad. I... I'm not currently, as far as I know, positive on COVID and I don't have any symptoms, but, uh, earlier in the stream, I was mentioning, I originally had three places to be and two of them were completely stopped because of, uh, COVID positive. And I feel like I'm hearing a lot from people that they had to not go to a family function because, uh, they had a positive test or a family member, a positive test. I'm just really glad that it's just been a cold for you. I'm so low key jealous of the Omicron people. Because I got like regular old COVID in last January and it just like messed my lungs up for like almost a whole year. And, uh, I'm so glad, like I was talking to my buddy, uh, what I don't want to like name the people who are positive in case they haven't said it publicly. I was talking to a friend of mine and he was telling me how he's feeling and that it was mostly like a cold right now. And I asked him, I said, how are your lungs? And he said, I don't notice any change with my lungs. And I was like, you are so lucky. I'm so glad, but also fuck you, you know? (laughs) Because <laughs> it made me so, so, so sick. Yeah. Um, but 
not like hospitalized, but it was very unpleasant. So Brad, I hope you're making the best of a bad situation. I hope you're watching some like really good stuff on uh, Netflix or Amazon prime or Hulu or whatever you subscribe to. If you need suggestions for things to watch, I will make Michelle give you all of her suggestions and I won't give any that way. It'll be uncomfortable for Michelle. Um, why are you making that terrified face? Is it because I'm, I'm putting it on you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Good, good. Then that works. So, but no, Brad, uh, I'd be happy to give you recommendations or just tell us what you're binging. I would love to know. Mm-hmm. Um, because now that I know Brad is sick and in quarantine, I want to, I want to engage him even more. <laughs> to try. I, that now I have, it's on my shoulders. I'm like, I have to deliver. So, um, uh, why are there two different versions of devil's trail on Amazon? Mm-hmm. So, there's a reason Michelle made it sound like there's a bad reason. She's reading the chat when you're not supposed to read the chat. I am the captain of the ship. You don't read it fast enough. That's because I'm doing a pace, Michelle. Okay. But Grave Rob, there are two different versions on Amazon of Devil's Trail and Amazon because when Devil's Trail first came out, Amazon was much kinder to the independent filmmaker. And they used to let us put our movies on Prime and they would pay us a very fair way, a fair amount of money for them. And then that slowly chipped away. Well, when we started doing devil's trail on Amazon, we had two versions. We had a version that had the nudity excised so that it would make Amazon prime happy. And then we had the unrated uncut version or the uncut version. I think is how we marketed it, which had the nudity included. But as things changed at Amazon, the regular cut and the uncut cut became both for rent, which was never what the, what I wanted to do. I always wanted it to just be the uncut was to purchase and rent and the, the, the regular version was for stream. So they're mm-hmm. basically the two cuts. They're not different in, in length. There's just no nudity in one of them. So, but the best way to see any film I make, of course, is to move your butt over to henflix.com and buy a Blu-ray because then, you know, it'll be the ultimate version. But anyway, Grave Rob, that's what's up with that. Brad LaJoy, I see this is not a happy message. Uh, This is my second COVID bout. The first one was definitely worse, but my fiance was actually on a ventilator for two months and had to go to ECMO. I don't know what ECMO is. I apologize. I'm not very smart. She was in the hospital for three months and is just now getting fully getting over it. Man, Brad, please give your love. Give my love. I mean, to your, uh, to your girlfriend or Mm -hmm. fiance. I'm so glad she's doing a lot better. I didn't even have it half that bad. I just had it lingering. I didn't have to be on a ventilator. I didn't even see a doctor in person. I just had to tell them what was going on. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if any, if this thing happens, go to the hospital. That was like what they kept telling me. <laughs> like if you wake up and, and your breathing is labored, go to the hospital. So, Oh, but what Michelle? So what is it now? Extracorporeal membrane oxygenation. Oh gosh. Is, uh, life, a lot of extracorporeal life support. Um, oh, so wow. not good, not good stuff. No, yeah. no goodness gracious. So, but to get to a more positive spot, he said, Brad then said, yeah, man, bring on some suggestions. All right, Michelle, tell him what'll keep him amused while he's in quarantine. I'm going to take a nap. No. Um, <laughs> here, hold I, on. I can, I can make this even. What? What? No, come back. I, I can't, I can't do this on my own. <laughs> No, so, uh, what what's something that you have watched that you would like to recommend to him? Um, well, I mean, if we're just talking, because I, I watch a lot of stuff that streams, but they're not on conventional like streaming. Like I only have Netflix. Yeah. Right. Um. So everything else is like anime. Um. 
So if you don't have any anime streaming services, um, I would suggest on Netflix uh, watching. There's a new season of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, the Stone <laughs> Ocean one, and it's like really, really good. Uh-huh. So except that it keeps getting stuck at 25%, and then I can't watch it. Um, so yeah, watch, watch, watch Stone Ocean, JoJo's Stone Ocean. Bizarre Adventure. Okay. Um, Brad, have you watched Squid Game? I oh, think yeah, you would you really enjoy Squid, Squid Game. Game. If you haven't watched, uh, if you've watched Squid Game, another good ex- uh, recommendation. Right now, I'm just saying Netflix. And I'll move on to other things. Oh, look. Uh, Brad said, all right, I've never heard of that. I'll have to give it a watch. Sorry. Uh, Squid Game was, I think it lived up to most of the hype. It was really fun. It was good. So I would definitely check that out. Uh, oh, he has watched that one. Of yeah, course. he's talking about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, which is not not going to be loved. But that's no, okay. that's what I meant. I, I I figured he had he was saying he'd never heard of that. Not Squid yeah. Game. So, well, so uh, Brad, did you watch Clickbait? Uh, Clickbait is another series on uh, on Netflix, which has so many twists and turns in the story that I almost had trouble keeping up. Like I almost gave up for a second because it just kept going and going and going. So that's a good one, especially if you need. Uh, he says he hasn't seen Clickbait. That's a good one to watch. Whoops. Um, that's a good one to watch. It's uh, in English, which is a bonus, so you don't have to do any reading. And that's like a binge worthy show. Like you want to watch it as, you know, get it all in. Um, Oh, Keith recommended, of course, the show that I always recommend to everybody. Mm -hmm. If you have Amazon prime, uh, you should watch Patriot. It's not the Patriot series that, that Keith, that's a whole other thing. It's Patriot on Amazon prime. It's the worst title ever for a show that is maybe one of the best shows I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. But if you have Amazon prime, there's a show called Patriot. There are two seasons. The first season's 10 episodes. The second season is like six or seven. It is so worth your time. It's that show is so good. I burned copies and mailed them to Michelle yeah. to get her to watch it. So, uh, and Brad said, all right, I'll have to mark those down too. I do need to watch the book of Boba Fett. I haven't seen that. So I can, I can give you some recommendations of things I didn't like, but other people think. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, Michelle. Um, I tried to watch the Witcher and I didn't like that, but I heard it's good. And I also tried to watch arcane and I didn't like that, but people do. So, okay, fair enough. Grave Rob commented and said, I'm a sucker for low budget horror. I love seeing what people can do with not much money to work with. I don't buy physical copies of movies anymore. I just try to hunt them for streaming online. That's fair. I mean, a lot of people are not into physical media anymore. It's tricky because a lot less people buy physical media, but, uh, physical media is like the number one payout for independent filmmakers. Mm -hmm. I would recommend if you, uh, if you are just ardently not into buying physical media, you may want to check out my Patreon because there's a ton of streaming movies available on Patreon on my Patreon, which is patreon.com slash incredibly handsome. And, um, at the $10 tier, you can get access to movies when they come out. Now I'm not saying sign up for $10. I'm just letting you know that like, you'll get a notification if a brand new movie is out saying, if you have a $10 tier, you can stream this movie immediately. So, but yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff on there. So, but as far as uh, the big problem with streaming is 
if you go find my movie on like Tubi or whatever, I don't have a lot of control over it. I do get paid pennies for a view fractions of pennies, but, uh, <laughs> but, and it does add up. It's how I make my living, but, uh, I don't have a lot of control over it. So like I, sometimes people ask me like, why is this version of devil's trail on this service? And I'm like, because that's what they chose. I, I don't have any control. Yeah. So, um, oh yeah, Brad. So Brad's a buddies with a, with a friend of mine, uh, Addison, uh, and uh, Addison is like the king of, of watching bad movies. So <laughs> Brad has definitely seen a lot. He said, oh, with Addison, I've seen plenty of God awful movies. Well, I think, uh, Brad, I think you would really like Patriot. It's not bad mm-hmm. at all. It's very good. It's on Amazon Prime. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I've watched recently that I just became obsessed with. Um, on Amazon Prime, there's also the show Sneaky Pete. That's one that is totally worth binging. It's very good. It's a, a movie about a guy who is a... Um, He's a confidence man, a con man. He, he cons people out of things. Super, super good. Um, there's the lawyer show Goliath. I really like it. Um, some people do, some people don't. So those are my suggestions. I hope, Brad, that in some small way we can help you fight the boredom. I'm so sorry you're stuck quarantining again. It's really, really a pain in the butt. So Yeah. Oh, I have I have got one that I didn't think of. Um, Go on. If you're if you're okay watching anime, I believe Doro Hey Doro is on Netflix, um, and that's worth watching. Definitely, it's just real, real weird. So, <laughs> oh, unlike the the manga, which is not weird at all. The manga is much weirder, actually. Uh oh, I'm about to I'm about to talk about the horror movie industry. <clears throat> mm, let me just pop my back. Gray Rob said there needs to be a streaming platform that is dedicated to nothing but independent horror films. So here's the deal with that. There are a couple, one of which is Screambox, and Screambox features lots and lots of indie horror because that's what they can afford to license. They don't pay very well. I've received less than $10 and they've had, um, they've had devil's trail for two years. Wow. I've received, I've received about $10 from them. Wow. That's in to, to give you context, like to be, it's like 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 times that minimum. So one of the best places right now to watch indie horror, honestly, is to be, which is free. Uh, screen box is decent. They've got a lot of stuff and I think they're only like three or four 99 a month. So you could always sign up and then watch a bunch of stuff and then cancel. But the reason there isn't a platform that is nothing but independent horror films is because people won't pay to watch them. Not saying you won't, you obviously will, but there just aren't enough fervent fans of indie horror to support. Mm -hmm. I cannot tell you how many streaming services have come up and just disappeared. Yeah. They they come about and everybody's talking all excited and they're like, oh, man. like there was this one streaming service. I don't want to name it because that would be unprofessional. But they came to me and they were like, we're going to license all your movies and we want to finance a, a second season of your show Popcorn Fodder. And then they, I mean, they just disappeared. Yeah, I remember uh, them. Well, they launched their app. But no one's received any payment. No one's received any reporting about the payment from that service. But. I mean, I hope it's not up anymore because my movies are still streaming on it, but I have, I mean, like they claimed they were going to pay something like 10 cents an hour mm-hmm. of streaming, which is a lot and they're never going to. 
So yeah. it's hard. And that company was one of the few that actually had some money behind it. So that's the unfortunate truth is that like, it's just hard to have enough of an audience to, to finance a streaming service because people have come to me and they've been like, why don't you start a Roku channel? I'll tell you why. Cause it's expensive and it's challenging. You need yeah. to have it. You need to have, you need to have money to, to get the server space. And frankly, I love making movies more than I like distributing them. So I just can't do it, but I would love to see somebody really crack the code, but it seems like in a way Tubi kind of has. So Tubi is a great place for it. Oh, Brad just made me feel happy. He said, this live stream is giving me some joy out of this otherwise boring ass day. Well, I'm glad that, you know what that means, Michelle, we're streaming for another hour. Yay. Caitlin Gray said, Hey Henrik, nice to see you, Caitlin. Hope you're doing very well. I know you had a good Christmas. Happy to hear that. Um, Brad said, sounds like all of you need to come to cinema wasteland. I mean, cinema wasteland is the place to see indie horror, <clears throat> but not the place if you're not into physical media, because <laughs> it's hard to go to a convention and buy a streaming, uh, a streaming thing. So, um, grave Rob said, that's kind of crazy when you think about how massive the horror fan base is. Yes. And no. So I'm <sighs> sorry, Michelle. I'm like stealing talking about the horror movie and, no, that's okay. and independent film industry. But people have, have made this comment a lot about how, you know, how big the horror audiences are and stuff like that. And I've made plenty of horror movies, but I will tell you wholeheartedly, my bigger earners are the comedies and the family movies and the Westerns. They have made a lot more money on the open market than most of my horror movies. Um, I would say of my top five commercially performing films, one of them is a horror movie. The other four are non-horror. So the horror, so horror is a niche and there's a lot of people who enjoy it, but it's just not quite as massive as we feel like it is. Cause I'm a massive horror fan. I, I watched three horror movies last night, back to back to back. I still act like when I was a teenager, I will watch horror movies all night on a weeknight until I can't keep my eyes open anymore. <laughs> I, I am, I, I buy the Severin films releases so I can see the new transfer of night of the demon. I'm one of those losers. So I love the horror movies and I love the horror movie business, but it is tricky to start a streaming service and have enough of an audience to keep it going, especially when really popular streaming services like Netflix and Hulu and Amazon prime and Tubi all have a massive horror selection on top of their mainstream selection, which keeps the audience, you know, hanging out and sticking around. So I hope that answered that question somewhat. Brad said, so this is to Michelle, since I never really got into anime, what is it that got you so into anime and what kept you so into it? Okay. Should I answer it? Yes. Um, so I, fuck. <laughs> so, um, now I'm all glitchy again. Um, <laughs> so, uh, anime, I, I got into anime, I guess when I was a young teenager, probably maybe a little bit younger than I, I don't know, just because of, um, I guess like super old school stuff like Sailor Moon. Um, yeah. I just thought. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that that um that it was like really um interesting looking uh cuz I wasn't used to seeing uh like animation look um for lack of a nicer word like pretty like mm -hmm. 
you know, because a lot of like cartoons, especially like when we were growing up, they were just not a, not attractive looking. Um, well, and then not. there was stuff like Ren and Stimpy where they like made it a, a, a major style choice was that things had like disgusting pores and stuff too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But like, so it was like, it was a, just a totally different idea of what animation could look like. And I thought that was cool. Um, Stop reading the <laughs> chat. You're such a narcissist. Stop reading the chat. Okay. So, um, <laughs> so, so like that, but then actually I fell out of anime for like 10 years and I got back into it. Um, basically, uh, like maybe in 2014, 15, maybe something like that. 2013, just, uh, like I heard, I swear, like I heard the, part of the um trigun soundtrack and i was like oh, I, I know exactly what that is and then i like just started watching trigun again oh dear. and then like what really got me to be invested in anime again was probably like re-zero um mm-hmm. when that came out that was when i was like oh i guess i'm watching seasonal anime now um well, so you showed me re-zero which is a very good show yeah um yeah so but like i don't know i just I like I really like animation. I went to school for animation for uh, like a couple years. Um uh and yeah, I'm going to just stop talking. No, you did good. Of course, David Denoyer then commented, "I step away for 10 minutes and come back to weeb chat." LOL. Yeah. Harsh, David. Way to destroy Michelle's confidence. It's okay. Uh, Brad commented back and said, "Addison and I used to be hardcore into Vinegar Syndrome, which is a uh, DVD and Blu-ray label." that releases uh, remastered movies, mostly from back in the day. And we would buy their monthly packages. We've gotten burned out. I think for every 15 movies we watch, one is good and one is okay. The ones that were bad were beyond awful. It's just hard to, I have to read the rest off of the thing. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's just hard to justify 25 to 30 bucks for one movie for absolute garbage. And then David commented, although we watched like two vinegar syndrome or no, I think we only watched Severin movies last night, but anyway, uh, Brad, I hear you. I'm very choosy on my vinegar titles, but luckily they're pretty easy to flip in the horror groups because the fan base is huge. That's my attitude. If I buy like a remastered version of a really cheesy movie and I don't like it very much is you can just sell it. You could sell it and only lose like $4 and it's like renting it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but if you like it, you can keep it. But I've also never been somebody to buy like the 30 movie packs i can't i just don't have the time to to sift through them i'm already bad enough i buy like five movies every two months and i struggle to get through them sometimes like i have to really like fight to sit down and watch them so i totally dig that uh but yeah i mean but again i watched night of the demon last night which i know you haven't seen michelle because apparently until this blu-ray came out the only master was off of a video like off of a video uh, cassette and it looked very, very bad, but it's a, it's a Sasquatch movie, but instead of it being like, uh, <laughs> Dave, way to spoil it. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, David commented and said, Bigfoot dick rip. So way to ruin it, Dave. Bigfoot rips a guy's dick off in that movie. I mean, oh. I don't know how else to say it. Okay. So 
it's it's the goriest Bigfoot movie ever. Like Bigfoot is just like throwing people onto giant sticks and and stabbing and you know stabbing through their hearts and like ripping people's throats out with his bare hands and he rapes a woman. Like it's a it's a it's a hell of a thing. Hmm. Night of the Demon. So, whew. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, I think we're gonna get out of here. It's getting a little late in the day. And, uh, and we're just talking about vinegar syndrome releases right now, which is not quite what this show, uh, <laughs> it's devolving so quickly. No, but, uh, I hope everybody, before we get out of here, I hope everybody has a very safe and happy new year. I hope you guys get to celebrate in whatever way is appropriate and, and, uh, safe for you. And I look forward to hanging out with everybody every week because, uh, I'm really enjoying since we, we kind of started doing this as a live show instead of just a podcast. It's so nice to not just be hanging out with Michelle, you know? (laughs) Oh man, look at Chicano now. He rolled over slightly more. What if you took me out and you just had Chicano? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know, you're not entirely wrong. Look at that. Here's a story. Okay. So (laughs) look at him. He's so sleepy. (sighs) Okay. Anyway, I can't. Just keep, I, this is what I do. I'm sure you stare at gigs while she's sleeping all the time. Just go like, look at the baby. I mean, sure. I'll, <laughs> I'll give you that one. Oh, well, first Keith, Keith Tomlin said, Michelle can do the voice of Chicano. Yeah. And then, uh, Brad said, appreciate that Henrik. I'll be joining to these more often. Can't wait to see you at the next wasteland for more hibachi. Yes. And yes, that's happening. There's no doubt about it, my friend. So you take care of yourself. Keep resting. Watch some cool stuff. Yes. Uh, let me know what you think if you watch any of my suggestions. And if you watch any of Michelle's suggestions, save them to tell everybody in public what you thought. Um, <laughs> we should be back unless something happens. We'll be back next Wednesday around 2 or 3 o'clock to stream and hang out with you guys. I really appreciate it. And uh, But yeah, have a happy new year. Have a safe new year. Pet all the dogs and cats you're able to get access to. And Michelle, I'm going to give you the final word. What? Like for the year? No. Of the final word. Year, it's all but, Michelle. But it's not even it's not even the end of the year yet. No. It, it, it isn't like a day. It isn't like in like 3 No, days. it's like 3 days away. Don't Don't do that to me. We're almost there. So what's the last thing you want to say? Oh, oh he moved his paw. Uh, Chicano is really cute. That's that's what I got. Truer words were never spoken. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs> Thanks for listening. You can email us at thisshowisawkward at gmail.com or go to awkwardshow.com or whatever. See you next time. <laughs>